Hello and welcome back to The Movies Made Us Do It. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I'm pretty good, sir. How are you? I'm alright. It's going to be an interesting one. For a number of reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff happened this week. Um, Yeah, where do you want to start? (laughs) I guess we should start. Someone someone commented and just said cool on on our last video. Uh, High Noon, which, you know, thanks for the comment. And uh, and someone else, a friend of mine, Ben, said uh, that... as he was watching it, he messaged me and he was like, yeah, I don't think he's ego either. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. That's just my take um, that I yeah. got from that that watch. But, uh, you know, uh, I know you didn't feel ego. No, either. no, I didn't. Um, I didn't he was me. like you. He was like, just like, you know, dedication and, you know, yeah. you know and that's fair. Um, but yeah, so uh, thanks for thanks for watching that. I really enjoyed that. That was it was fun to to watch it to kind of do a deep dive on a movie I hadn't watched. Yeah, that's, that's that's cool. I'm I'm glad you you that know good. You liked it in the end because that could have been very, bloody disastrous if if it turned out you didn't like the movie. <laughs> well, you know, do you know that's not happened yet, has it? We haven't done no, it a movie no. that is like, and I guess if it's one I don't know, because we tend to the the whole point of those is like these these movie reviews can sometimes get a bit negative and it's always nice to be yeah. like well well every other one we know we're doing something we like but i guess if i don't know it there is that risk i'd be like oh it's terrible uh yeah. but no luckily high noon is uh rightly a masterpiece uh rightly considered that so uh so yeah where do you want to start uh well should we just do what we've both seen and get that one out of the way all right uh so finally We've yep. both watched The Monsters. Yeah. Rob Zombie's The Monsters from last year. Um, And, uh, I mean, I I said, well, I said on this show a few times, I, I thought that the trailer for this was one of the worst things I'd ever fucking yeah. seen. Uh, I was a little I, more thankful than you were. Yeah, you but... were. Um, Now, I will say, off the bat, low bar as it is, it mm. wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be from the trailer yeah okay like, that, that's good like it was somewhat more competent <laughs> than, than, than <laughs> i expected um i i i didn't like it though Where <laughs> <laughs> there like sylvester mccoy's great Oh man, Sylvester McCoy is so good. Like but, I mean, that's about the doing... best, most positive thing I can say. He's that's, great. That all he all he was doing was his old his old comedy shtick. I know from when he was on things like Tizwas and and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 years ago. Yeah. The only thing he didn't do was get out the spoons. I wish he had. <laughs> <laughs> I don't thing get off. Didn't do. Um, I I've got to say, uh, you know, if we're, if we're talking about the cast, um. Mm. I don't mind Sherry Moon in some movies. She is fucking terrible in this. I love Sherry Moon zombie, but um, I think she's a, she can be fine in the right role. Yeah, uh, I, I think she's great as Baby. Obviously, that's how everyone knows her. Yeah, but I think she's fantastic in um, Lords of Salem, which I think I is one of the most Lord, underrated I, movies of Rob Zombie. I think Lords of Salem is probably her. It's best my favorite Rob Zombie movie. Um, it's it's yeah. a it's probably her best performance. I, I mean, you know baby is it's just one of those characters it's that's a character thing and and she's known for that but i agree i i think it's her best performance and it's my favorite rob zombie film well probably as a result of that actually i think it's fantastic lords of salem she is terrible as lily Uh, munster she got the mannerisms down i can see it right so i agree and 
do you know the thing that came into my that i i was watching this last night mm. and i was halfway through writing you a message and then i was like no i'll just wait until tomorrow and i'll tell you then it really depressed me because like like watching it just depressed me because yeah. i could kind of see what everyone including rob yeah. zombie was going for and mm-hmm. i can tell that they all love the source material and they're all really trying yeah and i i can even with rob zombie stuff here i can see what he's trying to do just none of it really works Ma- and the same with her she's doing a lily monster impression i yeah, get yeah. it i get it it's just not very good <laughs> my wife my wife came in halfway through me watching it and she said is it any good and I said, "Watch five minutes." <laughs> it's to me. It's like a. It, it's like a heart monitor. It, it, <laughs> you, because you can you're watching it, and it's it goes up, and you go, "Oh, I can look at that." You can see that. Yeah. It's, it's really good. And then immediately it goes straight fucking down, and you're like, "Oh God, he did that." Oh, oh no. And then it goes, "Oh, but that's that that there that oh, and that character is in it." And then you go, "Oh, but oh, he's." really fucking awful and it's it's is it uh the whole movie was just so up and down for me it was did you find it really weird as well that for a movie that's a prequel this is a prequel to the monsters for people that haven't it's supposed to be how everything kicks off how they met how they got together how they end up at mockingbird lane right um for a prequel that is so supposedly set in the 60s clearly They do yeah. like Dirty Harry quotes and stuff. Yeah. And it's really, really distracting. Yeah. Like, Rob, you know when this is meant to be set, right? Like, yeah. it's not even like you're a couple of years out. Like, I think The Monsters was like, what, 65? Oh, or something? Uh, like, Dirty uh, Harry's like the 70s. You're like at least five years out. Maybe six, more. 64 to 66. Right. So, uh, I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, Dirty Harry is like what 70 something or other um it's really weird i i was like that's bizarre and i even even did that thing where i doubted myself for 71 so there you go you're like five years off yeah and it did that thing where i doubted myself briefly for a second and i was like no no there's no way that dirty harry came out in the mid 60s that's that's nonsense you know um and that sounds like a nitpick but there were a couple of things like that there was Mm -hmm. a couple of modern uh, modern language that was a bit distracting as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, going back to the performances, yeah. I I think um, Daniel Roebuck was brilliant as as, as Grandpa. I thought he's by far by far the best, really good. the best of the uh, the the core cast. Yes. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, from in what, fact, actually, yeah, he was fine as Grandpa. I didn't really have a I can with uh, gather he actually met him, and he's a fan of his. Right. Um, so he even worked with him, apparently, like, many moons ago, clearly. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Herman was annoying because every now and again, he'd get the voice almost spot on. Yeah. And then it'd go like this again, and you go, oh. you, you it, It's like every time you sort of verged on getting it right, it yeah. would then Devolved. and the laugh was good but it, it was, was too so much overused. yeah too much why was he laughing all the time herman doesn't doesn't laugh all the time mm. it was really fucking weird but there were so many there was like there were bits where um what's it oh the uh richard brake again richard brake as, as the sort of the scientist was quite funny yeah then, he was he was okay um Oh, what's his name? Uh, Gar- uh, 
is it Jorge Garcia? I quite liked him as the sort of Igor character. The, well, not Igor, uh, Floop. Floop. They, those two were quite good. And then they sort of, even they sort of devolved into a sort of meh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was some, I mean, looks wise, it was amazing. If they, it, I do think you can tell, and, and there are scenes in the movie that are still in black and white. Mm-hmm. And it looks so much better in black and white. Yeah, they should. Good they, lord, they, he should have had the courage to just do black and white. I, I think that would have that wouldn't have solved this movie's problems, but it would no, have helped. But... It definitely would have helped, and it would have definitely cemented the the visual aspect they were going for. Yeah. I think. Um, I kind of got a kick out of Lester. I don't really know why. Um, he just made me laugh a couple of times. Which one was Lester? The the, well, the sleazy werewolf. Uncle, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I kind of liked that's, him. That's a you know the, that and the Tin Man and and, yeah. and the the uncle, uh, what is his name the, the 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 creature from the Black Lagoon dude. Yeah, they're all like people that were in the in episodes. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. All stuff that sort of appeared in there, and the, the, they were they were nice little sort of cameos. And yeah, Lester was actually quite funny. Um, but the, annoyingly, from I thought they they spent all this time building the house. It's barely in it, and it's. Do you know? Yeah, it's like five minutes. This goes back to the Wednesday issue. I, you know, the whole point of the monsters is that they are trying to be a regular family in suburbia, mm-hmm. and that's the gag. They're monsters trying to live in suburbia, and yeah. everyone else is horrified by them, uh, or or disturbed by them, and they're just kind of oblivious or just trying their best to fit in. Right? That's yeah. the gag. And then you made a movie where they're just surrounded by monsters and, like, you never really... It, we finally get there and I was like, oh, cool. Like, now they're in Mockingbird Lane and we've got that... I actually quite find it quite amusing. They move in on Halloween. That was fun. Yeah. I liked that, right? Yeah. And then it ends. <laughs> I was like, oh, but you just got to the bit that would have... Yeah. You know. The worst thing is, is it literally you get that thing, that that clip from the from the trailer... And it's them sat in the in the house going, "What do we do now?" Yeah, and it was it. It feels almost like that's what Rob Zombie did. He just he got to a certain point and went. He built Shit. the whole set. He built the that? whole house and then just sat yeah. in it like, oh. What do we do that? <laughs> yeah. They, I I honestly think that it was a mistake for them to to spend so much time in Transylvania. They, oh well, I don't even know why they did it. Who gives a fuck how Herman and Lily met? I, I really don't fucking care. Well, that I could mean, have been done in a very in a very quick, very montage. quick, and then and then start the movie with them moving in. Yeah, because it felt like that was the point at which the movie started getting interesting, and yeah. and then it, because I was like, oh my god, they're in Paris, and like yeah, they make well, a really big that, deal that was... out of um, Herman taking uh, Lester's crappy house deal and him signing yeah. the house over, so they lose everything, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a major plot point. And Grandpa's really mad about it for like five seconds, five and then minutes. everyone yeah. gets over it, and it's fine, and yeah. it's yeah. really weird. And then he, to make it worse, at the very end, is like, "Oh, here's your cut of the money." That oh, I and now a millionaire. Yeah. And you're like, "What? What?" Yeah, it ends the the the, the movie ends with him saying, "Oh, we're rich, we're rich." Yeah. And it's like, but you're still living in Mockingbird Lane in the in the series, and like, where do with you, a, where does this money go? With the mortician job. Yeah. <laughs> it's none of it made sense i'm assuming uh, it was setting itself up for sequels which is fucking ambitious well, i think yeah i think, it was. Like, it was, it, uh, I think they, they, they... wasn't it a series originally 
that was the plan i think i i'm not sure whether it was supposed to be a series uh, whether that was the initial plan or not but it, it might have been mm. um oh god it's it's so annoying it's because... depressing because i can see what they were going for yeah. and i can feel the love i can feel the love for yeah. the monsters and and you and i share a love of the monsters um I mean, the I, makeup's great. The, yes. the costumes are great. And in black and white, it actually looked really cool. Yeah. Those, those, those few scenes that you see in black and white, it's like, mm. yes, that looks way I mean, better. I think Richard Richard Brake plays the Nosferatu character as well, doesn't he? And the yeah. makeup of that is great. It's Isn't really it? good, yeah. There's so many... So- you know, the Lily's jo- so many of the wardrobe is amazing. She's got this great fucking wa- wardrobe. She's- I like all of the wardrobe. I I like Herman's wardrobe. It's it's uh you know the, he's got the fur uh the fur coat from um, yep. Son of Frankenstein. Yeah, which I really appreciate. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, so I loved seeing that. You know, there's loads of cool references and nice things uh-huh. going on in it. Um, I do. I, I do will say that there were bits where it started going into rob zombies video stuff oh you know, god like, did it not ever like, feel like a music when, video half the time you've got the um the backgrounds yeah like the swirling patterns yeah. behind them it's like that's not the monsters no that's i was gonna say you. it's not in the monsters i thought that that's, i was like i've never psych- seen that that's those weird psychedelic horror movies that you, yeah. you got from the 60s that's not the monsters no. i don't know why he i mean i guess it's just him putting his stamp on it i suppose but it mm. felt really out of place it, it did feel weird and, oh my god i really did not need that was actually the bit that my wife walked in was when they were singing i've got you babe oh jesus it was so I... bad oh god i did not need that no it was so fucking awful all of the paris bit as well i was like this yeah. is terrible what's, what's going um, on they, they showed us how they got spot fine all right sure <laughs> I mean, I guess you just I, don't need. I to... guess I always wondered how they got Spot, but I didn't. Never really that, not that much. It's never not like really... he's an integral character; he's a gag, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I feel I. It just made me sad because I was like, I can feel the love for the monsters, and I can feel that Rob Zombie really fucking likes the monsters. And, uh, you know, even even if I'm criticizing actors and actresses playing roles like Cherry yeah. Moon. She's really trying, and I can see what she's oh, going God, for. Yeah, she's. They're all. That, that's the thing. You can, like, like, like you said, you can see the love. You can see that they're all trying. You and can just see makes it all really... the more tragic. Yeah, and I think one of the worst things about this movie is, if this was supposed, like, I think the majority of the fans are probably going to feel exactly like we do. Yeah. But new people, people that have never seen the monsters, will never watch the monsters we'll, now. We'll never. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you'd be like, oh my god, damage! You know them ever going to see, ever yeah. watching the monsters. You know they just sort of stay away from it from this bloody movie. Certainly, if you watch this before you watch the series, like as a as a prequel, you you, you go, yeah, no, I don't think this for me. Thanks, no. no, and and really, this isn't a representation of the monsters at all. Because, like I said, the monsters, the whole gag, much like the Adams family, is that they're well, I mean, less so with the Adams family, but. They're they're in society, right? That's the yeah. joke. They don't necessarily realize that they are the monsters. They're they're the freaks of society, and yeah. they're they're just trying to live suburban life. That's mm-hmm. the gag, and you don't well, I mean, the, really the, 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 get that uh, here. The main difference between sort of monsters and, and uh, Adams family is the Adams family can blend quite well. The monsters yeah. are literally like blue and green. Yeah, 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 and then and stick out like a sore thumb, you yeah. know. Yeah. 
I, I so wanted to enjoy this. I, I will say I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to from the trailer. I, I will say that. It's a low bar, but I I, yeah. I did have moments. I found it painfully unfunny. Whenever they were trying gags, generally they didn't. Oh, I think oh. I laughed once, but I can't even remember what it was at now. Yeah, I'm um, trying to remember. This. There was a couple of times I laughed, but I think it was... I think it, it was Lester, actually. A couple of times Lester made me laugh. Um Sylvester McCoy made me laugh a few times. Sylvester McCoy is way too talented to be. And I did like the idea that that's how he became Igor the Bat. It was quite funny. That was funny. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, Oh, yeah. Even, I mean, the thing is, is that a lot of the, with a lot of the gags, you could, you could see them coming up from, from such a long way away. But then they don't stick the landing. No, they weren't delivered well enough to even be like, oh, that's actually quite funny. No, they were just really bad. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's just not a very good film. It's a fucking awful film, really. It's it's dreadful, but it is better at least than the trailer made. Out. Yeah, I'll give them that. Um, and I can see the passion. I really can. Yeah. So, uh yeah. it's not good, and I and certainly I don't recommend what, that, it. That is that is what makes it so much worse because yeah, you can see the love and you can see the the lovely little bits, and it just then it just falls to the floor and you're like oh god i think this cements after halloween halloween 2 and and now this this cements rob zombie just needs to do his own thing just yeah. stop doing any kind of remake for yeah god's sake he, he's, he's he's influenced by other things not yes. directly doing them absolutely absolutely um, because you know all of it all of his movies they've all got influences from other things of I mean, course like, lords of salem is very italian um you know uh, the House of a Thousand Corpses is very Texas Chainsaw, and you know, and then the the, the other ones are. I mean, of, a lot of his movies are pretty much Texas Chainsaw. Yes, um, I mean, Texas Chainsaw does hang very, you know, greatly. Yeah. I mean, is it thirteen or whatever? Is again, it's just more <laughs> more of the same, really. Yeah, well, um, he's. I think he's he, he has a period, doesn't he? I think the seventies is hit. Oh, that's so, his thing. I mean, he yeah, got the seventies into a 70s. into a series set in the sixties. So you know, even yeah. then, he got seventies references in there. Um, I mean, did you ever see the the Mockingbird Lane uh, pilot? No, I never did. It was interesting. It was. It, um, I kind of liked it in a way because they they, they they obviously. Same sounds weird. They were trying to make it a little more grounded, so they weren't quite so cartoonish. Uh, okay. Um, and Eddie Izzard was playing Grandpa, which was That's he was sort of like an interesting a, choice. He was he was this very sort of lusty old man, which which kind of worked for what they were doing. Right. Um, it was it was interesting. But obviously, it didn't it didn't they didn't pick it up, but I kind of liked it. Hmm. It, it, it did feel like they were trying to do something in, you know, different with it, but not, you know, not so bad that it was awful. Yeah, and it wasn't great. Let me, you know, let you know. Let's not. <laughs> I won't go too far, but you know, things like was it, what's the other one? The month is it the monsters today? Yeah, I quite enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was quite fun. I mean, I remember watching it because I, I was quite young when that was when was out. But this. Yeah, I, I couldn't recommend it. I, I can't recommend it, not even to fans of the monsters. I just found it depressing. I mean, maybe as a curiosity to fans, just so yeah. that you can see what can be made now, I guess. You know, for, <laughs> for the, what 
I mean, yeah, what I mean is for the sets and the set that yeah. you, you can still pull because it's it does look brilliant. Oh, dude, the sets are awesome. Yeah, like, like I, I, I know uh, a lot of the criticisms were like, I can't see where the money went. It's like I can because if you look yeah, at I the can. sets, the sets are yeah. massive, uh, yeah. and that Mockingbird Lane is, it's like one to one accuracy. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. It's just such a shame that it's, it's, it's you know, used within this story, yeah. um, really. And and like I said, it feels like it's getting interesting just as it ends. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. I think they, that was that was the, the the big mistake. Is they spent far too long in Transylvania. But wasn't that the biggest mistake with Halloween? He spent like half the movie doing a prequel that no one wanted. Uh, yeah. To how he became, and then when he finally becomes him, he's only like Michael Myers for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. You know the Mike Myers we know. Um, yeah. And it's kind of the same here. It's like we didn't want to see how they got together. You know, like just yeah. Oh, bizarre. And I think I like that first one more than you did. The first what? Uh, Halloween. Halloween one, yeah. I, I, I like it as its own thing. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't hate it. I hate the second one. I really I, fucking don't like. Second, the second I've one. said before. The only thing I love, I love the dream sequence in that second one. The yeah, dream that's, yeah. Is so beautiful. I'll give you that. It is cool. And I, I just, um, just just take those out and watch those bits because yeah. those are really. And that's that's that again. That shows um, Rob Zombie's eye for these things. He, he does have this. A really good piece. I, I will of say scenes. Yeah, and and I will say to that point, um, much like Rocky Four, uh, the the director's cut that came out last year that Stallone worked on and retooled and changed yes. scenes around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a documentary that that Stallone made about making that. It's yeah. far more interesting than the actual, <laughs> than the actual film. Yeah. And and similarly, I don't know what release it's on. I'm assuming it's on some release somewhere, but on YouTube. I have found, and it's about five, four and a half, five hours long documentary of Rob Zombie making Halloween. Right. And it's really good. Like that yeah. from like a, 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 a filmmaking perspective and just seeing someone, uh, you know, from beginning to end plan the movie out. That's so interesting. Like that to me is more interesting than the yeah. movie. Um, but yeah. Oh, it's such a shame. It just depressed me, Matt. It mm-hmm. depressed me watching this because I I wanted to like it and I yeah. can see the passion and love. But yeah, it's just it's just not good. It's not no, good. It's not good. <laughs> it really is. Just... <laughs> let's move on. It's depressing yeah, me. Uh, what else have you watched? Uh, so I will go with Megan. Ah, the 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 other movie that I almost watched. Um, I I'm curious about this one. I like the the whole doll horror thing yeah a more a more serious i guess or wacky take on chucky um in this case <laughs> as, as i understand it but um, yeah i guess it's it's slightly more closer to the remake of chucky i suppose well hopefully it's better than that because but... that's yeah, <laughs> i still haven't seen it but i i, I saw good. someone do a deep dive into it into the differences between the chucky movies the other day and that was interesting mm. um so yeah this is so this is um megan uh directed by um uh, Gerardo Johnson, uh, starring uh, Alison Williams as Gemma, Violet McGraw, and so it's uh, Amy Donald as the body of Megan. Right. So she did the the dancing and, and the little running around bits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Jenna Davis is the voice. Right. And CGI is the face. Um, well, it's it's 
or is it contact lenses and stuff it's a mixture of uh masks um cg and you know like puppets and stuff okay so that's why it looks so good yeah um so basically we're introduced to katie and her family um who are going skiing and no spoilers obviously um her, they have a terrible car accident, and Katie is the only survivor. Oh. Uh, and she is given over to her um, her aunt, uh, Gemma, who works as a computer sort of engineer, programmer at this company. And they are, they, their latest product is basically like a Furby. It's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a your best friend is like there's this trailer that for this Furby thing, um, and it's <laughs> so I don't know about your best friend. I mean, even before this thing goes mental, it looks like your worst fucking nightmare. Oh, like no, there's it, something about ultra realistic looking dolls. That oh no, this is terrible. We haven't me. even got to her yet. This oh oh, this Furby. is oh this is genuinely a Furby. No, Sorry, this I, is right. just no. They these are like these. They're like these. I can't remember like what they're called, fur fur buddies or something like that. They're called and. Um, part of the uh, the accident is is in the car. Is Katie has one of these and she drops it and it's being loud and it, it it's talking and stuff and the mother sort of tells her to you know screen you've got screen time and all that sort of thing. But so um, Gemma, who's the aunt, she works she she's worked on this Furby thing, but she's currently working on a fully AI girl. Right. Uh, to be, you know, the next best thing. And her boss, uh, played by Ronnie Cheng, uh, is this awful tech dude who really doesn't know anything. But obviously, you know, clearly he's rich and he's, you know, your typical how they see these CEOs now. Yeah. yeah. As idiot who, who's got lots of money. Um, and he's like, doesn't want them working on that. They, they she, he wants the update for these Furby things. Um, there's, uh, there was a there's a trailer for these Furby things, and it's like uh, I had a pet, but it died. It got old and died. Now I've got this new sort of pet that won't ever die, and <laughs> I laughed so much I gave myself a stitch on that. On that. Just, for some reason, it's it's not even that funny, but for some reason that at that moment it really tickled me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so uh, Gemma is completely useless with people really um she you get that from the trailer actually yeah, yeah she yeah. does not know how to deal with having <laughs> a child leave her with the uh, ai exactly yeah. so she des- she decides that the best thing to do is test out her new ai on a child <laughs> which she hasn't put any like you know parameters in for it she's just she's basically... not even got like the law of robotics yet. no she hasn't she hasn't even done that right. she's basically just sort of put in a few sort of things that it's going to be coded to uh katie and it's got access to the internet jesus christ i i feel like it, it should be a prerequisite for anyone getting into ai or robotics to have at least read some of asimov's work yeah like, exactly. otherwise yeah, that you, should be like a barrier to entry right there you don't get the feeling that she's done any of that <laughs> <laughs> i mean she's got she's her house has got it's got these like um figures and sort of like transformer things 
um, that are that are obviously collector's items. And of course, Katie goes in and goes to play with them. Oh. And she's like, oh, don't touch that. It's like, this is, it's a collector's thing. And the, this poor girl, you know, her parents have just died. And she's like, oh, I don't even get a transformer. Great. Awful place. Yeah, he's like, she's in this awful house. And of course, Megan, initially, of course, the you know, Katie's a bit sort of, oh dear, this, this is a bit weird. But yeah. immediate, you know, as soon as she starts talking and, and, and you know, says all these things and, and she pairs with her, it's amazing. She's She loves her. She, you know, she's telling, she's going behind her and making sure she flushes the toilet because she keeps forgetting to flush the toilet. Right. She makes sure she brushes her teeth. And, you know, and meanwhile, Anne can just go, oh, this is great. I just get all the details about, you know, the what's going on with the computer stuff. I don't need to worry about this. I will say, with the exception of the um, uh, oh, um, is it Lyd- Lydia the um, the counselor who who comes to sort of visit to make sure that you know? With the exception of her, every adult in this is a fuckwit. Right. <laughs> They're all, they they almost every one of them has got some quirk that makes them like just a terrible person. Sure. They're just not great people at all. And it should put you off the movie because it, it's like, oh, God, is, is anybody sensible? Not mostly, no. I mean, especially the aunt. She is just dumb. You know, she obviously she's very clever. I mean, also... that is kind of the trope with, with any horror movie yes. involving a kid, yeah. isn't it? If it's from the perspective of a child, they're like, this doll is murdering people. And they're like, tell the truth. You're lying. There you know, bits where you think, oh, she's learned. She's she's learning to sort of appreciate the girl more. And she's she's <laughs> nope. she, 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 and, then, and then it's like, yeah, oh, oh, well, no, she's moved. No, she's not getting it quite right. as you hope she does. OK. Um, OK, so. I really enjoyed this movie. Good. Um, you you were quite cryptic with this one. You you gave me no clues. It was yeah. either going to be that you loved it or you fucking hated it. Was basically how you pitched it to me last week. You were like, "Oh, yeah. I've got some stuff to say about Megan." I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It's really fun. Oh, that's um, good. It's she, the the Megan herself is brilliant. Mm. I mean, not quite as good as Chucky, right? You know, original, original Chucky, obviously. Um, but she's almost right up there with, with, I mean, you can see why already they've got sequels. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a terrifying, uh, visual and, and I mean, just from a a realization aspect, it looks fantastic. It reminds me of, um, when they did, um, where the wild things are, uh, and and they used that, that like they used real people in just like fursuits running around and then CGI'd the faces on and it just looks so yeah. real as a result and obviously here they've used a real person for the body and then they've done you know stuff for the face and it, it, mm-hmm. it just looks so creepy and effective it's fantastic yeah and it is it is really creepy and effective and she's and she's really good and 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 um, you know she certain things that she, she does that you know obviously you, you, you've seen them before but of course it, they're done very well they're done really well and it's and there are just some really really lovely funny moments yeah. that you know there, there are those sort of moments where you go should i be laughing at that probably <laughs> not <laughs> um the, violet mcgraw who's who is katie she is wonderful she so she's previously uh she played the young nell in uh the haunting of hill house 
fantastic. And she was also in Doctor Sleep. And I think she played the also young fantastic. Elena in Black Widow as well, but I haven't seen that. So uh, that was but... shit. Can't comment on so, that. But <laughs> two out of she, three ain't bad. <laughs> she's an absolutely wonderful little actress. No, she, she's fantastic. She's uh, so sweet. Yeah. And she's so... And even when she's being like... You know, obviously she's... When her aunt tries to sort of tell her off, mm. you know, she's like, you know, like, fuck you. You don't get to tell... You know, Megan tells me what to... You know, she's my, you know, main carer. You know, you... You know, you, you you can't fucking tell me what to do, sort of thing. And it's like, oh dear. Which this to is, a regular human would be a massive red flag right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, even the, the, there's a the, when one of the um, when the the, the psychologist uh, comes and she says, you know, after an accident, most children pair with someone quite quickly. That you know, a, a support person. Then they're, they're looking for something, and it should be you, right? You know mm. it. You should be doing this, and and she's sort of like, yeah, I kind of get that, but yeah, I mean, maybe I should step up. But you just think, oh Christ, it, it, it just feels like she's she, she everything comes too late for her. She, she, honestly, I think if it wasn't for the fact that she's played so well by Alison Williams, you'd probably really, really hate her mm. and want her to die horribly. Sure, you know? but she's. I think one of the one of the bad things about the movie is they clearly wanted to do a R-rated movie. Yeah, they, I have heard that actually. Yeah. So they they I think hopefully it, we'll get that cut eventually. Yeah, I think they're gonna hopefully they'll release a, a, a director's cut, but because mm. I think there's a bigger body count, and I think um, for the most part, you, whenever she does something bloody it kind of cuts away you, you can usually tell by the way those kind of films are edited yeah i mean there is definitely a, a sort of a feeling that they wanted to go further but obviously somebody decided i think it was because you know when the the the, the dance that she does mm. in the in the sort of trailer i think that became like a tiktok thing of course and teenagers of course were doing it so they thought oh well this is like a built-in audience we we already no, they're gonna watch this, so they obviously made it a P- PG thirteen sort of thing. As if teenagers <laughs> didn't watch R rated films to begin with. Yeah, well, they can't go to the cinema though. True. That's the, that's the, I think that's they want the bums on seats, don't they? Fair Otherwise, enough. why would you bother? That's true. Well, what you do is you pay for your ticket for a different film, and then you walk into that. <laughs> that's how we did it in my day. Yeah. It's been a long time since I did that. <laughs> well, I, I don't think really so. have to do it anymore. So, yeah. although I have heard people doing things like um, buying tickets for certain movies and then going to see something else because they don't want, you know, like I think Gary, I want, like I, I want to watch this. I, I'm going to watch this movie, but not pay for this movie. I'll pay yes. for a different movie. Okay. Yeah. And enough. I think I think I think Gary from Nerdrotic did that with um. Oh, what was it he did it with? I think it was one of the Marvel movies. He just didn't want to pay for it. So he went and I think he paid for June or something and then went into... Oh, if I paid for if I paid for June, I'd just watch June. Like, yeah. I'd just watch that again. Um, so, so there's lots of stuff that will it will totally remind you of several other movies. Um it, you know, and you know, within the the the, the doll uh genre. The doll genre, yes. But I think it's done well enough and Megan is uh, done so well that mm. 
you will not mind because she's brilliant. She she's so good. Um, yeah, I, I, it's a, it's a nice looking movie. The the, the the just seeing her running around and stuff is is really good. And when she does the I mean, there's no really real reason for it, but when she does the running on all fours, it's like that's really fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a trailer, so you you know, yeah, 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 seen it. But it's it's really, it, I think it was it's really fucking cool. And there's the, you know the the when she she disposes of the bully, which I mean, again, you see in the fucking trailer. Mm. Um, again, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I think it is funny. It's um, it could have been. Nice. It would have been nicer to see it a bit more gore and a bit more sort of brutal. Um, yeah, because that's hopefully... certainly the intent from the trailer, is this? Yeah, I think hopefully we'll, we we will get the, the the other cut. But as it stands, I think it's a really enjoyable, fun little horror movie. Mm. It's does yeah, it? It's... Um, I, I don't really want to spoil it for the audience listening. Mm. Um, but I am curious because whenever these kind of um, stories come up yeah uh you know does the film reconcile with the fact that megan is doing nothing wrong because ultimately megan is just following the programming that was given to megan and someone was a complete dumbass and didn't think about the consequences of their actions so i'm I'm just curious if that if that uh not exactly into the plot so it does so it, it does it does deal obviously it deals with things like um you know uh how are how we are giving our children to devices sure that yeah that's clearly really the commentary interacting yeah, yeah. with them you know it's it's there's there's there is that there, there's a whole sort of thing where you know um when katie goes into when she's first with her aunt she says to her aunt oh um she gives her a like a first she like gives her an ipad and says oh you know just go and play some games on that and katie turns around and says okay, how, mu- how much screen time do I have? And she's like, I don't know what that is. She's like, well, screen time, how much, do, you know, uh, how, how long am I allowed? Oh, she says, you don't need to worry about screen time here. That's that's fine. That's No one worries about that here. And immediately you're like, oh, <laughs> dear yeah. me, this oh, is no. going to go well. You, you know, and obviously there's a, there is a sort of a thing of, you know, maybe not everybody should be parent. Because there is a sort of, there's a bit where the, 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 the the, the counselor says, "You know, she's got like grandparents, right? The the yeah, there are other people they could look yeah, at. The, the husband's yeah. grandparents have already said they'll they'll take her if 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 it's too much for you, or if if you don't, you know, want to want to want to take them. And you just think, yes, do that. Yeah, yeah, clearly. This, this, I mean, there would be no movie if that happened, but you know, it's." I think it's, it's a bit weird to, to to dangle that carrot though. Yes. Like just don't have like have her have no other family and then this is fine. Yeah, I think you know. it, it, it does. It's weird yeah, to give you a logical person. out and then have the character yeah, it, not it logically kind of take it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah, it, it does. You know, deal with that. Well, not not exactly deal with it, but it brings up that that you know maybe we should, maybe you should have programmed it. Our children a bit more and hmm. not let, letting you know the computers and things you know educate them sure <laughs> tell them what to do mm-hmm. um so there, there is there is that but yeah overall i think it's a real fun um in, highly enjoyable little horror movie cool and I, I honestly can't wait for the second one i think i think as, as long as it's got the same amount of you know fun and uh, 
Well, hopefully, uh, Katie will be in in the second one as well because I think I think she, you know she, she as the, the sort of you know you really you're right with her all the, all the way because she's such a darling little girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I I, I fully uh, rate this as as a as a, as a really is, good movie. It's absolutely on my list uh, to yeah. to watch. It it's right in my wheelhouse and uh, it looks fantastic. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah, it's just it's just it's just really sort of nicely brutally fun. She's mm. brutally fun. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I uh, was looking for something to watch, and uh, I. This kid been advertised to me for a long time uh, now, or at least the last couple of weeks has been heavy uh, promotion. Was Devotion, um, an Amazon exclusive? Uh, don't know whether they made it or whether they just got the rights to it. Um, as as you know, as happened during the pandemic, a lot of things. This is a 2022 movie, uh, so the, the, yes, the plane movie. Yes, uh, Korean War uh, movie. Um, so yeah, set in uh, set in the nineteen fifties, I think nineteen fifty, um, and uh, tells the story of uh, Jesse Brown. Uh, I believe at the time the only African American uh, in the the uh, a pilot at least. Um, yeah. Obviously, there are other African American uh, American people in the Navy, but in terms of uh, being a pilot, he's the first, I believe. Um, and we meet. Um, tom hudner uh who transfers uh to the squadron where he meets jesse uh and it's kind of a story uh it's kind of a two two two-sided story really uh it it centers on the friendship between the two uh between tom and jesse um and also deals with uh jesse's uh the the racism towards jesse and what jesse's experienced in the past and how that's affecting him in the present um you you get the impression that his uh now i i should caveat this i am not much of a historian especially with military history and i always feel a bit awkward about true stories if i'm honest whenever there's a true story i always feel a bit icky because i'm like i don't know i don't know if you're doing justice to these people or not i really love history um and i like war movies and i like and i i mm. I, I my pit i'm more of a victorian type yes person overall that's your avatar I, I must yes that's that's my avatar I must admit, I don't know an awful lot about the Korean War. Yeah, it is kind of the uh, the under uh, uh, the unsung kind of war, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's it's, it's, under sort of, it's, it's a weird little in well, media, I should say. It's a it's a it's one of those weird things that because it's sort of between the Second World War and Vietnam. Yeah, it's kind of com- almost completely overlooked. I mean, there are lots of things that are set <laughs> then. Yeah, but they they don't sort of it doesn't have the same. I think. Um, public consciousness of, of that war yeah it feels as, that way doesn't it or, or, or the second world war does certainly as an english person it feels like mm. it's it's one that doesn't really get represented in media because yeah, i don't often. think we had i think we, we might we, we might have had involvement in it but not a, mm, and maybe that's it maybe we had so little to do with it that that's you know it doesn't really penetrate here although you know we tend to get the movies so uh mm. but um in any case uh glenn powell is uh the same year different fighter jet but uh, it's a different fighter plane but same year um he's 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 here front and center in, a, in yet another plane movie i hope he doesn't get stereotyped um although he is playing a very different character here he's much more likable um <laughs> than he was in top gun i i forget what 
the name of the character was in Top Gun Mother. He plays the dickhead. He was Hangman. He's yeah, he basically Iceman 2.0. Uh, yeah, is who he is. He, he's, uh, yeah, Iceman 2.0. Yeah, and he's great in that, and he's great in this. Um, he's much more likable here though. Um, and Jonathan Major, uh, Majors as uh, as Jesse Brown is fantastic. His his performance in this is really really good. I I would say the whole kind of ensemble cast here fantastic um which which really helps sell the movie um the uh the 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 battles when they happen it's not really much of an action movie i should point out it's it's more of a a a tale of friendship and and also racism um and and the kind of effects of that uh but when we do get the, the the flight scenes they are fantastic obviously they presumably didn't have quite the budget of top gun maverick or you know anything like that <laughs> but still yeah. very effective very well done um i i thought the 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 story itself was really good again i cannot speak to the historical accuracy um but i liked all of the characters uh i i i really enjoyed the story um and i really bought into the friendship of the two central characters which i think is the key thing don't if you don't get on board with that i guess it's probably not gonna yeah uh carry you because it is quite slow in places i think it probably has a few kind of pacing issues there to an extent um but overall uh i i really enjoyed it uh i i think the the uh the acting by the by the two leads really carries this this whole movie um i think jonathan majors is fantastic in this and i'm really curious now because i know he's in that awful looking ant-man movie kang isn't he as kang and he's also the the lead villain for creed 3 so yes he's quite busy (laughs) he's a busy busy guy I still haven't seen Creed two. I I'm not I'm not wasn't really a big fan of the first one. So yeah, that that's fair enough. I I liked the first one a lot. I I liked the second one less, and I I will watch the third one. Uh, yeah, because I'm kind of committed yeah. now. But well, uh, say, well, you were invested, so yeah, exactly. I'm invested in the in the character of Creed. Oh, he's uh, still but... not in this one, is it? Is he? So no, he's thrown his toys out of the pram and uh, yeah, he's, uh, stamping his feet like a child. Um, <laughs> hey, I as I said to my friend. It was fine for Stallone when he was doing exactly what's happening right now to the writer of Rambo. He didn't give a shit about the writer of First Blood because the no. writer of First Blood complained about how you treated his character and kept making yeah. sequels that were unnecessary because if you read First Blood, Rambo dies, right? Yeah. And so he always complained and I was always with Stallone. I was like, no, all these years I've always said, no, 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 you sold the rights, you shut yeah. up and you deal with the fact that you sold the rights. But now that it's happening to Stallone with Rocky, now he's unhappy. And it's like, guy, yeah. this you made your entire career off of selling those rights. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. I know it sucks that it's your character, but at the end of the day, you did sell the rights and they can do what they want with it. And and to be honest, yeah. from the trailer of Creed 3, it looks like they're being pretty respectful anyway. So Yeah, yeah. from what I've seen, it doesn't it it Yeah kind of looks more like more of the same. So yeah. But but anyway, uh Jonathan Majors uh, definitely someone to 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 keep an eye on in the next yeah, couple I've of years. Yeah, things, uh, and I, I, it's, it's, from what I've seen, he's a he's a pretty good actor. So there, there there's there's a couple of scenes in this uh, one in particular where he's, uh, and I did look at this. This is apparently true. So I I did check this. Um, he uh, apparently made a note of every offensive thing that people said to him through his life. 
and he repeats it to himself in the mirror um and there is a scene where you are the mirror and he's kind of saying it directly to camera and he's saying all of these these racist things to himself uh to basically i guess psych himself up or or to kind of overcome them shield it shield it yeah my god his performance in that scene is fantastic it's really Uh, really good so this guy i i i'm trying to think where else i've seen him um i mean obviously i'm aware that he's in some really big projects now but i've seen him before in something he was he was i i I saw him in love i hated lovecraft country but he was actually very good in it i never watched that actually yeah don't Uh, (laughs) well i won't now um Uh, oh you you uh he was in heart of they fall oh yes okay that's that's where i've seen him from and Um, he's the five bloods as well Oh, of course he is in Harder They Thought. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that's that. That makes sense. Um, but he's fantastic in this, and I, I'm really curious. It's going to be interesting because you've got uh Jonathan Majors here, fantastic performances, uh, and and Glenn Powell, who again two fantastic performances in the same year, mm. and and both of these guys are clearly destined for for greatness, and it's going to be really interesting, kind of watching their careers go stratospheric from here. Um, yeah. but i thought this was a really good film it's quite long it's about two and a half hours and to be honest it feels like you probably could cut some of that out if i'm honest right. i i do think it suffers from a few few pacing issues but overall i i thought it was a a, a really well told story um yeah. and and you know it's it's emotional when it needs to be emotional i felt the emotion uh and i really bought into the friendship of these two characters and it doesn't go the stereotypical way you would expect a friendship of that kind in a movie of this kind uh, mm. for the story they're telling um but again i don't know what actually happened and i don't know the history so this could be complete bullshit <laughs> like i don't know um so great movie i thought uh really really well told uh the effects are fantastic the acting is fantastic from all of the cast not just the the two okay. leads I, I i really bought the whole cast uh really enjoyed this film um it was uh, it was a good punt because <laughs> it was just like one of those. I need another movie to talk about tomorrow. Oh man, it's been uh, it was heavily promoted to me. Um, <laughs> it's it's been at the top every time I've gone on Amazon Prime for the last couple of weeks. So. But anyway, yeah. So I, I highly recommend uh, Devotion. Uh, what's next for you? Uh, so I will go for eight for silver. Eight for silver. Yeah. So originally that's so it's one of those weird one of those weird name ones. So originally, oh excuse me. That's oh, right. I I sympathise. <laughs> Having COVID last week, I completely sympathise. Yeah. So originally this was called Eight for Silver Everywhere, and then they changed the name to Cursed. And I think it was released in the, in the States and almost everywhere else as Cursed. There are so many films called Cursed. And over here, it was it was released as Eight for Silver again, which, okay, fine. I prefer the na- that name because, like you said, there are so many bloody movies called Cursed. Do that... you know, the first thing I do whenever I name a movie is I Google the name. Yeah. That and, was... and I know there's another movie called Annette, but guess what? They named it after I named my movie Annette. Like so just, just saying i know it's a much bigger movie so you're never gonna hear that but like i did name it that i always and to be honest if i come across one that's already called that i'm like no i'm not gonna i, I just won't call my film that I, I want a unique name and calling it cursed i could tell I, I i feel like i could quite happily uh at least on one hand count the number of films horror films specifically called cursed the, the, the only one that springs to the top of my head right now was the one with christina ricci 
Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually quite like that one. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, eight eight for silver is a much better name. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So this is... uh, It it starts off in the Battle of the Somme. Right. uh, With French French troops. um, And the... uh, We are introduced to... Now I've got to get his name because he's... Edward. uh, Who basically gets almost immediately gets injured and he's taken to the 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 surgeon the surgeon and uh they start taking bullets out of him and uh they then find a great big silver bullet in him that they take out and then it skips to like 30 years earlier so we're then we're now in rural france and we are with the uh, Laurent family, and it's uh, so we've got Isabel and Seamus, uh, played by the wonderful Kelly Riley and uh, Alistair Petrie, and that there are two children, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte and Edward, and the we are also introduced to a bunch of gypsies. Uh, and the the sort of head woman of the gypsies tells this, I think, what, what is the head man, um, that they need to get the silver ready because they she thinks something's uh, they're going to be attacked or you know they need to their, their protection. Um, right. So he takes this this um, bat this uh, box containing what I think well I, yeah it, it tells you is thirty pieces of silver. And he melts some of them down into a set of wolf-like dentures. Okay. We are then basically told that... Uh, so, Seamus okay. Durant, who is the... He's the sort of lord of the this sort of... This bit of land and that they're on. But also there are, part, there are other sort of members of the this sort of community that all have bits of land and i think that the the gypsies are in the middle of this land and they have a claim to it and they're the the sort of the rich folk are in this meeting and the 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 local uh priest says you know they do have a claim it is legal but nothing that we can't fudge to get rid of it right and Seamus says, it's okay, we'll deal with it. So they deal with it by pretty much murdering them all. <laughs> I mean, that'll uh, do it. And, of course, they get uh, cursed by the gypsy woman. And one of them is an incredibly brutal way that they make a a, um, a, a message with the, with the headman. It's Wow, that's really brutal. Um, and they basically bury the woman with the, the the teeth in this in this box. And she, when basically she says, you know, as, as they're burying her alive, she sort of curses them that they will not they will have bad dreams basically. So all of the children start having these dreams of. Um, okay, it, it, there's a scarecrow was put over the remains um and 
they basically they keep having this dream of going to this scarecrow and digging up these these teeth. Right. So the children decide, you know, one of them, one of the sort of slightly older ones says, come on, we, we're going to go to the, you know, this place. We're going to find what, see what we find there. So they go there and they sort of dare each other into doing it, basically. One says, you do it. And it's like, no, if you're so brave, you do it. So the, the, Standard the big, kid stuff. Yeah, so the big, so the big kid, he, he takes them out, he takes out these dentures and immediately puts them in and is basically taken over and he bites um, William. Right. Uh, who, sorry, not William, Edward. He bites Edward and then he basically, all the children, all they all run away. They all, sort of, you know, do a runner. Um, Edward is, is mauled on his shoulder. And later on, well, he he go he then goes sort of, sort of missing. So all of the the uh, you know the, the local locals come out to sort of look for him. So meanwhile, we're then introduced to uh, Boyd Holbrook, who, uh, sorry, John McBride, played by Boyd, uh, Boyd Holbrook, um, who he's doing this. He, he's a, uh, almost everybody in this is a, is an English is English actors, and he apparently got the job by convincing the director that he could do an English accent. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like, okay. And it's not bad. It's 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 a little weird the way he, he vocalizes certain things, but it's it's, it's okay. Um, so he is a coroner. Right. Uh, and basically they're called to this, uh, him and the, the, the magistrate are called to um, this area. And it turns out that... Uh, McBride's family were previously uh, dealt. Uh, he previously dealt with some a, a curse before. Now, this his family were killed in this area called Javudon. Um So they've taken the beast of Javudon uh-huh. and moved it up to like a hundred years because the okay. beast of Javudon should be seventeen hundreds. And they, for some reason, they've made it 1800s, which is a, a bit weird. But anyway, it, so he's been looking for kind of the curse that's killed that killed his family, and he's been sort of trying to find these gypsies. And of course, now he's so he's there, and uh, he, he he's trying to discover what set this off and how to deal with it. And I won't say anything else um what i will say is um the so it's it's basically it's a it's a werewolf movie but it's what i like is it deals with it as a full-on curse sort of wolfman style but with a more sort of folk lore interpretation of the curse the way it deals with the transformation and what it does to it sounds interesting yeah. Is I really like what they did. They, they, I think it's it's a combination. Again, it's a combination of puppetry and CG. I've have seen the the puppets. It's actually very cool. It's it, um, remember you know the the werewolves in uh, American Werewolf in Paris. Oh God! Right. So you know how they they're like not furred. Mm-hmm. 
So these are like that, but they're... I'm assuming it's better than that, though. Yes. Because you saying that is giving me Well, the only reason I gave that as an example is because of the type of werewolf. I I see what you mean. Not furred, you know, but altered humans. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's that, but it's also a little more squidgy and body horror-y. Right. There is uh, an autopsy that is very similar to the autopsy in the thing oh cool okay uh i really like this movie um it's it's full-on gothic horror um so it is quite slow it's not your you know action and every minute sort of movie it does take its time to build up the tension and the you know the 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 the, the danger and it does a very good job of that, and it's very, it, I, it's it, it's nicely brutal. Uh, the I think the creature effects are pretty well done um, for the majority of, of of the of of when you you see it, um, and how it moves and what it does to the people that it, it moves through. I I really enjoyed um, Boyd Hellbrook uh, is is quite good. Um, he just about carries it off, I think. Um, Kelly Riley's great. Uh, it's, she, I mean, she plays the mother, so she's she's her part is quite sort of you know, toned down. But she's what she does is really good. I, I really I liked how it uh, how it ended. The the end is is I thought was was a really really nice uh, scene. Mm. Um, I don't really think it needed the initial som thing and the end bit didn't really need that. But it was okay. It was it was fine. What what they did. It's just it's just, and I guess it's just an interesting way of framing it, which I don't think needed to happen. Um, I think it's 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 uh, it's got some beautiful shots of the sort of mist coming over the the sort of the moors and things. And it's 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 very atmospheric. It's got a beautiful atmosphere and it's got a really good. Um, a, a really nice uh, gothic feel to it. Yeah. And as I said, it's, it, it, some people might have a problem with the pacing because it does take its time to to do the to to go along, and it does. Um, but I think personally, for me, it it was fine. It, I think a lot of people will fi- find it too long, but for me, it was it was nicely paced. It was. I think it, it because it took its time with the with the tension. And I think the tension was very good, well done. That it was fine for me. Um, Sean Ellis is the director. He's previously did uh, Metro Manila and Anthropod, which are very sort of highly uh, praised movies. So I, I've not seen either of those movies, but I have heard of, of, of him, and I and I know he's. I have seen Cashback. That he did do Cashback, which was mm-hmm. a, a while ago. Um, I think it's beautifully done. It's an, it's a really nice. Uh, uh, beautifully shot uh, gothic horror that has some really nice uh, way of dealing with the, um, the 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 werewolf curse. Yeah, I think it's one of the, it's one of the one of the better ways that the, that particular story is done, and I I think it's a really enjoyable movie. It's a That's really great. good horror. I really recommend that one. Well, that is uh, that is really good to hear. I I must admit, I I kind of from what you're saying, I really like this this take actually. Mm. 
Um, it's it kind is, of fun because we've previously covered Brotherhood of the Wolf that goes in a completely yeah, different which direction. Is, which is, well, that's literally about the Beast of Jevedon. Well, it is, but it's, it's, it yeah, is it's so wave stylized. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it takes, you know, it takes, I mean, the story itself is, is quite a fantastical story. Um, and they obviously, they hype it up, but mm. of course, well, I mean, we've already done it, but, you know, we can spoil it, it doesn't really matter, but, you know, in that it's a lion, so it's, yeah <coughs> but yeah i really i really enjoyed it i think it's a really good movie really yeah. great if you, if you if you like if you're a fan of gothic horror and you don't mind a, a slow burn this yeah. is, is is that movie for you this is the movie for you mm. cool well i will i will definitely be checking that one out um uh do you do you want to do another movie yeah sure is that your is that your, it for you well I, I have seen episode one of Picard season three, but I figure that probably should come last because that might. <laughs> like, okay. you know, I feel like that's going to, that might generate a rant, uh, okay. at, at which point, you know, we might as well get the movies done first. Okay. So, I'll, so uh, I have also seen your place or mine, which seems really wholesome. So, so I mean, I, I, I think as anybody who's, who's watched this, I literally while, said when I, you're, I was Dude. trying to find a thumbnail. I was like, oh yeah, Reese with I like a good chick flick from time to time. And all you need to do for a good chick flick for me is put Reese with a spoon in it. Hire Reese with a spoon. With a spoon. And I'm there. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, it's a Netflix movie. Uh, and it stars uh, Reese with a spoon, uh, Ashton Kutcher, and Zoe Chow. Uh, oh, and uh, Jesse Williams and Wesley Kimmel. So we are introduced to Debbie and Peter. Uh, in the in the 90s, I think it is. Yes, it's the 90s. It starts off in the 90s. And they, uh, after a poker game, they hook up. And then it moves to now. And they, they're they not a couple. They are best friends. They talk to each other all the time. They tell everything to each other. Or they, they think they tell everything to each other. Ooh. And one lives in New York. And the other lives in LA. And so Debbie now is a, a, a single mother um, with a child who is a, he's a, he's a, one of those, uh, he's allergic to everything. He's a bit sort of nerdy. Okay. He's a bit. There is of, a word for that. I can't think what that is. What? Uh, sort like of a, a hyper allergy thing. Yeah. Well, it's a sort of immune thing, isn't it? So it's. it's, it's yes, sort of, it's like uh, immune compromised or something. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not quite that bad he's not bubble boy territory right but he's he is he's got sort of you know just he can't eat a lot of stuff and there's you know things that he's he's sure. a bit weak and he's not so but i think partially that's to do with the mother um you know being a bit cotton woolly and uh peter is a sort of high flying sort of not really sure what he does he sort of goes into companies and he turns them around or something and then he buggers off to the next company. He's loaded anyway. Right. Is, is, is the deal. And um, it's his birth. His birthday's coming up. And Debbie is going to uh, be going to join him for his, his birthday. And, you know, surprise him because they haven't seen each other for a while. They've just, they just talk all the time. Uh, meanwhile, the woman that was going to be the, the babysitter was going to stay with, with the, the, their, her son, Jack. Uh, she gets a part in this play and she can't, or a part in a film or something, and so she can't look after him. 
So Peter says, "Oh, that's right. Not only is it um, is Deb, it's Debbie's. Uh, is she going because it's his birthday? She's going because she's getting some sort of degree. There's some sort of crash course she can take that she's taking. Oh, I forget what it's for, but she's taking some course right. while she's there." Um, to get the degree in, I don't know what it is, accounting or something or, or, or other. Um, so Peter says, why don't I go over there and you come over here and we'll stay in each other's places. I'll look after Jack. And she's like, oh, you know, Jack's got lots of issues and he's got the things that you need to do. He's like, I'm fine. I can do that. You know, it, it's, it's, it's typical Ashton Kutcher thing. He's not really stretching himself here. He's just charming Ashton Kutcher. Sure. Um, he does that. And kind of the same with Reese with the spoon. She's not really doing anything. <laughs> Neither of them are particularly trying. They just it's are just being charming. Yeah. Reese with a spoon. Fine. Um, so obviously they swap, and obviously. Do you know? Weirdly, uh, I was tempted to watch Butterfly Effect again the other day, which is a depressing as shit I movie. Starring really like it's a great movie. I he's think it's probably his. That. Probably That's probably his the best film. I've seen where he's actually stretching himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it it was funny because then I saw this. I was like, oh my god, Ashton Kutcher's still going. Um, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're not really; they're just being themselves. So yeah, they, they yeah. are kind of being, you, you know. And uh, obviously, you think things happen. Um, of course, we were introduced to um, Minka, who is played by Zoe Chow. Who, um, so Peter's just broken up with his girlfriend because he obviously can, he can't commit to her, and she, so she goes off. And Minka uh, turns up to the apartment with just a coat on, um, right. and. Debbie, of course, answers the door and she's like, oh, I, you know, um, I'm, I'm his ex ex girlfriend. I saw on his social media that he'd broken up with her. So I, tur- I, I went to turn up, you know, for some fun, basically. And, you know, Debbie's like, oh, oh, oh OK, fine. And she's like, oh, wait a minute. You're the Debbie. And she's like, yeah. He's like, oh, he talks about you all the time sort of thing. Right. So then basically Minka becomes like her best friend and. Minka takes her to like a posh um, club, and she sort of takes her around, and they end up meeting this um, this publisher who she knows. She's like read every book by this publisher, uh, Theo, played by Jesse Williams, who's you know handsome and, and charming, and he's read all he knows all the books, and of course, so they you know have a spark, and, and Minka is like no, just just go with him for god's sake he's into you and she's like is he he's like of course he is so of course obviously as these movies go they it's you know they, they obviously love each other but they've never really said anything and there's Do like you know stuff what they though each other it's this, fine like yes, I, I feel like exactly. with these kind of movies it's like christmas movies you know yeah. what you're getting into and it's exactly. fine it's the same old thing but that's exactly. all we want. It's like a comfort blanket. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, I don't need, need to, to do <laughs> No, there's no spoilers here. Where it's, where, <laughs> yeah. where it's going. Um, so what I will say is uh, Zoe Chow uh, uh, as Minka and Reese are great. They have really great chemistry together. Whenever those two are on screen, it's really fun and really brilliant. Sure. Ashley Kutcher and the, and the kid... There are charming bits because he's trying to get the kid to come out of himself. You know, the the kid doesn't really have any. He did have these these two friends, um, but they've kind of got together and they've 
come separate from him because they they're into hockey and stuff. And he's trying to get this kid to, you know, be more outgoing, and he tries to get him to do stuff, and and obviously it goes wrong, and you know, there's that whole sort of parenting parenting thing, and then she's too clingy, and he's obviously too free, and you know, you get all those sorts of tropes. Um, it, it's a it's a, an enjoyable movie. It's, yeah. And again, like you said with the Christmas movie, it's just a it's a fine comfort blanket. Rom-com. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not the greatest rom com I've ever seen. Um, but it was fun. It was a fun. I wasn't disappointed. Let's put it that way. Um, Reese and 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 Zoe are, 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 are they really are holding the movie for the for the majority of it. You know, Ashton Kutcher is 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 fine, but it, it's oh, it's okay. It's it's you know, as these it's filmed well enough. The dialogue's fine. There are certain there are funny there are quite funny jokes. You know that are just standard. You know, um, awkward parents jokes yeah. things like that. So it's it's okay. I really did it. I did find it. It was it was fun. It was just a fun rom com that isn't going to tax you, um, isn't going to, you know, if you want to just switch your brain off and enjoy some uh, pretty people playing, uh, you know, lovey roles, this is perfect. It's it's that sort of movie. It's, you know, it's not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to find anything spectacular in it. Like, like we always no. say with, with, with a lot of the Christmas movies. It's not, you're not you don't need anything spectacular. No, it's 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 a it's a sort of a, a fun middle of the road rom com. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, cool. Uh, you know, maybe if I'm in the mood for that, <laughs> I'll yeah. stick it on. Uh, I mean, I would. I mean, I would say you know, if you're not into rom coms, and hey, I've got to be in no, the right mood. No, uh, certainly, yeah. Eight for Silver and Megan are much more my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, but maybe. Are genuinely good movies. Yeah, 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 maybe. Um, so anyway, I I wasn't gonna do this. Um, I in fact, I'm pretty sure I'm on record on this show saying fuck this. I'm not doing any more after season I'm two. Still touching it. Uh, and that's fine. I'm gonna be a hypocrite. So, um, I, you know, the, the the thought occurred to me mm. because I wasn't going to fucking touch this with a barge pole. Um, not after season two of Picard. We're talking about Star Trek Picard. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you, in case you hadn't guessed. Um, I hated season good, one. So... Well, this is the thing. So I, 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 I hated season one for the most part. I think it has a couple yeah. of things that I liked, but for the most part, I didn't like it. The second season, I fucking despise. I fucking hated it i think the first episode or so was interesting enough that it kind of was like okay and then it immediately fell off a cliff and it was terrible um get to the second season the first season was enough for me yeah sure and and so i was like i was done i was like no i'm not watching season three um and then i started hearing about it and i started hearing from so many people that season three and from people who by the way have seen way more than i have i've only seen episode one i don't have access to any more than that right yeah but people that have seen more, seen the whole thing, seen part of it, saying it's fantastic, it's brilliant, it's great. And I'm like, really, guys? Really? After after the shit we've had? Yeah. Uh, new showrunner for this season, at least. Um, <laughs> and I, I gather he has some pedigree, Terry Metalis. I don't think I've seen anything yeah, that he's I, done. I, I, so, uh, 12 Monkeys I, series, I, I think. 
he's the he, he at least has the fact that he's an actual Star Trek fan going for him. Oh, you can tell. Um, Which, you know, you can tell. The fucking people involved. So now it it depends how you feel with Star Trek, and then the reason I say that I'm going to be a hypocrite is because it. I I should preface it by saying it depends how you feel about Star Trek because I understand right as someone who was massively into Star Wars, hugely into Star Wars in my childhood. I don't give a fuck about Star Wars anymore. They've ruined Star Wars for me on a level where I'm not angry. I just don't care. And as I said before, they could make... If Andor I hear is great, it could be the best thing ever made. I simply don't care about Star Wars anymore. So I just... I I can't get invested. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. I have no interest. I'm not angry. I'm just not interested. So if you you get to that point with Star Trek, I completely understand why you're not even bothering. Don't Mm -hmm. bother. Um... I still have some hope for Star Trek. I, 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 I for some reason, <laughs> I don't know, glutton for punishment. I'm still like Star Trek. I'm still like, uh, you know, maybe we can get back to this. And I was reminded of my, you know, y- you've got this kind of split in the, in the, in the, um, the vegan, uh, culture where where you know uh someone like mcdonald's will do a vegan option and and half of the the culture will be like fuck mcdonald's they're a terrible corporation and they do horrible <laughs> things to animals you should never eat there and then you've got the other half that are like well they're gonna keep doing what they're doing whether you like it or not so maybe if you spend money on vegan things they'll see that there's money to be made in vegan things and then maybe they will do you know more vegan things and and, and it will become more of a uh a, a, a of a prevalent thing in society uh i ha- happen to be in the the latter of those vegan categories where i'm like i think you should show a company that there's money to be made in this and that might actually then educate them into into doing better and i kind of applied that here where i was like well actually maybe maybe we're at a point where these companies are fucked up so bad that they actually want to start making money and we could show them uh so i thought i'd give it a go mm-hmm. and i was like okay well i'll watch episode one because I have heard such good things from people that I respect. And that's the main thing that did it. Because if it was just the usual people, like, yeah. I'll, I'll go on record and say I love Trek Yards. I love them. Right. But they will find the most positive in the, the biggest of shit when it comes to Star Trek. Because <laughs> they really want to. And they do say, they do say when something's disappointed, but even then they'll be, you know, they they want to so bad. So, so them saying, oh, you know, it was good. I'll be like, yeah, but you said that about, you know. Um, but but a lot of people have, have said good things so i thought okay fine yeah so episode one opens up and i was like same old shit <laughs> fucking same old shit uh you, beverly crusher great you've got legacy cast back but she's murdering people and it's all dark and and whatever and i was like oh god it's just more of the same Thank- <laughs> thankfully it is not after that scene and and i guess later we may get context to where all of that makes some sense and you do get some context in this episode to where it makes more sense after that it becomes mostly a star trek episode um with characters i know and recognize now like uh immediately uh we have for one thing the music is fantastic in this and it makes so much difference just and by by when i say the music's fantastic in this i mean they just used the music from other stuff yes other star trek right that's that's what i've heard but that's all i need and and i know you dislike it because well don't dislike it you're not impressed by it because i know we've had this conversation because we've covered first contact 
I happen to love the theme to the first contact, and that is actually the credits of this this show. Yes, is uh, is that, and I, I I love that theme. So there's a lot of themes that I haven't even like themes you haven't heard from Star Trek for forever, right? In the in this yeah. that immediately I was like, oh, you've got rid of that awful Picard intro, and now it's just a quick thing with the original Star Trek theme slightly modified. Great. Um, and then yeah, like I said, Jean Luc Picard behaving like Jean Luc Picard, Riker behaving like Riker. Uh, there is some levity. We're 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 you know we're we're going to save Beverly is is the the setup for the show. We don't know yeah. why. Um, she's like, don't trust Starfleet, and and you know don't trust anyone, not even Starfleet. Keep it secret. And uh, obviously he goes to to Riker, and Riker's like, well, you know, I know, uh, I I've got some sway on the Titan, so maybe we can use that ship to to get where we need to go, right? Yeah. And I won't spoil any more. That's not really in, that's in the trailer pretty much so yeah yeah that's that's where we are and off they go uh and and i will say it ain't perfect um but there is enough that i want to watch episode two which is more than i can say for most of the card uh it feels like it like you said it clearly terry metallis likes star trek yeah and i feel like he is somewhat stuck by the absolute garbage this happened in the last two seasons that you can't necessarily yeah. ignore um but so so far only raffi um and the romulan laris the romulan lady uh, okay yeah. so laris is in it for like five seconds and then she goes away and raffi clearly has a part to play in the the wider plot all right yeah well she's fine but she's still the same character she's not fine no i mean she's fine in the role she's just doing the same. all right okay um i don't blame the actress i think that again that's the problem for me is yes it might be more actually like next gen but it's still connected to all the other shit that well, I I think that that is probably unavoidable from that showrunner's perspective. He's been and the fact that. you've got Raffi in it still. For no. me, case of no, I don't want Raffi in my Star Trek. Thank sure, you. and and I must admit, as soon as it cut to her, I did sigh. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but you know, we'll see where that go. I will see where that goes. Um, yeah, but, but I'm, I'm I mean, I'm interesting to. It, to hear what you say but i'm still not touching it with the fucking I, I i completely understand because that's where i am with star wars i yeah. I, I, you, like honestly if you watched andor and you were like it's the best show that they've yeah. made of star wars i still wouldn't watch it because i don't give a shit so, i've heard really good things about andor but i have no interest in the character yeah that's where i am well i have no interest in star wars it's like period. i've no interest so. in that period of star wars either right we've done it we don't need any more of that mm-hmm. you know it's i don't see the i mean even even the Mandalorian now has been so fucked with that I have no interest in seeing season three. Mm. And I liked the first two seasons of Mandalorian. I didn't really watch them. I watched but I watched half of season one. I really, season one's really good. Season two has its moments. Mm. Season two will always be good just for the Luke. Moment. I've seen that scene. I'm not going to pretend like yeah, I exactly. You don't. I, I saw that scene. Yeah, you don't, probably don't. Really I have do. access to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it uh, we will see how it goes. But for now, it is clearly, uh, whilst it is somewhat hamstrung by the 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 overarching shows that came Election. before it, it yeah. is clearly as best it can in episode one, ignoring everything for the most part. I feel like 
Rafi clearly has a part to play in the plot rather than her just being shoved in for no reason. So mm-hmm. I'm willing to see where that goes. Um, and and for the main part, you know, it's really nice. It's a shame this uh, this should have been season one. This if this was season one, like we wouldn't have been complaining from episode one. Like we would have been like, okay, let's see where this goes. You know, if this was season one. Unfortunately, it's season three after two terrible seasons that have done an awful lot of damage and obviously that's not including uh the jj abrams movies star trek discovery and everything else that's happened to this point i mean i don't know how many years it's been now is it like 2009 oh god it's star trek it's like 2009 yeah so it's been a long time so i understand people just being done it's over a decade of shit yeah So it's actually been longer than Star Wars. So I understand people that are like, I'm done with it, right? I do. Um, I, I'm willing to give this a go. And like I said, it's a little too late, but it is yeah. really nice seeing Patrick Stewart playing Jean-Luc Picard like Jean-Luc Picard and behaving like Jean-Luc Picard and being assertive and, you know, seeing Riker acting like Riker. Um, it's... And it, it it's it's clearly made by someone that loves star trek and that's that goes a long way we'll see because i have only seen episode one and this could go to absolute shit very quickly because i seem to remember season two the opening was like okay and then it fell off a cliff so we'll see we'll see but for now yeah i mean it's it's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of love uh, from people that i never expected to give it love so yeah so we'll see yeah, it does sound like it's it could genuinely be a good a good show. I'm still not going to touch it. I, and I I 100% understand because that's how I am with Star Wars. That's where I am with Star Wars. I'm done with it. Don't In, care. It's, until they, they they literally go all that stuff gone. That stuff Yeah, it's not, never going to happen. Not, not connected to any of that crap, then I'm fine. Yeah. But and and I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. And I, I think um, the good, the good thing about the Star Trek stuff is you can all just that take stuff, your era, right? Exactly. All yeah. of that stuff for me is another another universe. Hmm. It's not the main universe. And that's fine. I mean that's so, that's Highlander you know, logic. Spock, I, I employ Spock that. Never had a sister. <laughs> oh no. You know, yeah, yeah. Picard didn't become a fucking wuss and and, and, a, and a robot. Bizarre. <laughs> Don't forget decisions. that he's also an android. Yeah. You know, uh, Romulus yeah. didn't fucking forget that they had their own space their fleet. Own fleet. Um, you know, weren't and blame Picard for it. Yeah, weren't able to escape. Oh man, those, yeah. those first those first two seasons of Picard are so bad, like so bad. And that's the problem because the actress playing Raffi, Raffi's fine in this episode. Honestly, she's fine. Mm. But because I've seen her in two seasons and she was insufferable, yeah. I instantly was like, oh for fuck's sake, you know what <laughs> I mean? But she's fine in it, and and like it's like maybe over the course of the show I'll actually get to like her this season, but we'll see um so i'm willing to give it a go for now i'll let you know but i understand and i completely appreciate where you're coming from because that's where i am with star wars and and i you know yeah i respect it and i get it i get it it was uh, they just suckered me back in (laughs) um anyway let's talk about some shit trailers yeah (laughs) do it or maybe not i don't know i don't know what your take was your takeaway where do you want to start well, I guess the big one is the Flash, isn't it? It's is that the big? Yeah, I guess that's the big one. So that's, I mean, it's the one that kind of <laughs> everyone was. Even though I, I think most people 
don't really want to watch it at all. No. We were all interested in Keaton. to see what they're doing. We all love Michael Keaton. And that's it. It's lovely to see Michael Keaton back as Birdman. That trailer was a complete love-hate thing, wasn't it? It was. Well, it, it was because it's, you know, it's multiple uh, Ezra Millers. Oh, God. I mean... Um, and I, I can see now, I can see why they didn't just kick them out when, yeah. uh, when obviously they were... Uh, accused of what they were accused of and there's there's mountains mountains of evidence to to show that that's exactly what they did um i it's it blew my mind that they kept them at that point but seeing the show now you're like oh okay so they literally play a bunch of the characters i guess that's really hard to get around in terms of your your film i think even worse than that i think he's also the bad guy as well i have heard that as a rumor that he's also reverse fucking movies like yeah fucking god um so everyone watched this trailer for michael keaton yes really and i mean oh i, I mean it's as awful as it sounds and and terrible fanboy when the when the little when the little dark uh yeah batman returns tune started yeah the little, you know the, the 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 burton batman batman tune started it was like oh <laughs> <laughs> totally fanboyed yeah. it was just you Michael got the uh, anton first oh. batmobile under the covers and yeah oh that was so beautiful just is just... it is it bad that i i laughed and find it really awkward when he said he was batman i i i the second time i watched it i was fine with it the first time i laughed out loud because it kind of seemed really corny and ridiculous it's it it <laughs> i don't know if that's just it me, both is it's kind of awesome at the same time. And, yeah, exactly. It's it impossible to not think about Birdman now. No, like, yeah, it's really true. hard to not that think about true. Birdman. <laughs> um, true. And I don't know if this is just me. This is a nitpick, and I, I fully accept that in this day and age, mm. we just have to fucking accept this and get over it. I need to get over it. This is my problem, not anyone else's problem. Okay. Firmly my fucking problem. This is the same as watching the end of Rogue One with Darth Vader fucking annihilating a million people, and you're like, this in no <laughs> yeah. way matches what I saw in yeah. A New Hope. No. Seeing fucking Keaton's Batman take out those guys in like an Arkham City fucking style was like, yeah. Keaton's Batman never moved like this, and it yeah. looks, and now he's ancient. Like, he couldn't do it back then, let alone now. But I guess we just have to accept that that's, you know. And it's a badass scene. It's a badass scene. But it was like watching it. It was like this isn't how Keaton fights, though. No, you know it looks. I mean, weird. Like, I suppose if they had the tech, oh, they would have. Yeah, sure. And of course. The, and the, and yeah, the yeah. you know, the, the maybe the stunt mm-hmm. they could probably have pulled it off. But yeah, no, <laughs> it was it was a bit weird. But uh, nice to see Affleck back as Batman as well. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm down with that. Uh, he looks very different, but fine. Yeah. Um, he's clearly lost a ton of weight since he played Batman. Yeah, he I slimmed mean, right down. He didn't need to keep it, did he? Well, so. no, of course not. Of course not. And and of course, like Warner is so like fucking bipolar with uh, the DC universe. Yeah. He was probably told they weren't going to use him again, so he was like, okay, fine. And then suddenly they're like, oh, actually, you will come back. Oh no, maybe you won't come back, or maybe you will come back. And he's like, well, I'm just going to do my thing, and uh, yeah. I'll be whatever size I am when you call me to set. If this is going to be your attitude, I imagine. I mean, the, the stuff with Supergirl was fine. Yeah, she's fine. I I mean, again, I like that storyline in, in Flashpoint Superman. should be Superman, not... right? Um, yeah. 
but fine. I mean, she's fine. She seems fine. I'm, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they obviously it's not a, a version of Supergirl that is recognizable, but alternate universe. Like, but yeah, exactly. So it's it's yeah, okay. Um, I've got to be honest. I I just don't want to support Ezra Miller after everything no, they've done. No. And I and I'm kind of I don't know if that's petty because I know a lot of people go into making a movie and there's a lot of fine actors and actresses in that in that show, but I'm like, oh, yeah, but... it just feels wrong. I mean, he's literally like the the reports on what they've done is hideous. I think that, yeah, but there is a certain point where you know. I, I mean, know, I'm assuming he's not going to play Flash after this. So. There's a big there's a big thing where people say, oh, but if you you know, lots of people are involved that if you don't support it, all those. So yeah, yeah but to be honest, all those people have been paid true they, they've done their job they've been paid does it not re- does it not stick with them in that. the future if it was a bomb though I, actually i guess it probably doesn't because from a I visual think... effects standpoint you're no, like, well i just did what i was told because and, it's exactly know. i think the only people that are maybe gonna get damaged by this i think are, are some of the actors yeah and i want michael keaton to keep getting worse. and i think it's less <laughs> i think you know 20 30 years ago if yeah. a movie, if a movie bombed and you were in it, yeah, that would definitely damage your career. Yeah, I think it still probably does to a certain degree, but I don't think it has the same power that it used to. Sure, because I think people can generally see, you know, yeah, they can the, see the reasons separates, yeah. you know, separate you from what it is. So I am, um, I am torn on this one. I don't think I'm certainly not going to go to the bloody cinema to watch oh, it. Oh God, no. No, don't be silly. Um, there is one trailer from this that I am going to go to the cinema for. Ooh, but it, okay. it's not this. Well, I presume. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's face it. The only reason anybody really is going to be watching it is for Michael Keaton. I, I like honestly, I I would I would happily skip through this entire movie and watch the Affleck and Keaton moments. Yep. And, yep. and like, if someone just does a super cut of that, fine. Yeah, that'll do. I, I, I honestly, I mean, I, I feel like in a said, year or so, YouTube is probably going to be my friend. We don't, we didn't like Ezra Miller before as as Barry Allen. I, I was never before. a fan of their portrayal of the Flash. No, you know. Anyway, no. Um, yeah. But now it just feels like, man, it's it's bad. It's real bad. Yeah. But I also understand the studios in a bit of a bit of a bind there, and yeah, they are. We'll see. But I did squee a bit with Keaton. I'm not going to pretend like I did. That's it, isn't it? The the Keaton stuff. That's still like, you know, superheroes might mostly be dead for me, but Keaton is still, you know. Yeah. You can ship that piece of ice that is my heart. When it comes down, you know, at the end of the day, Batman Returns is still my favorite Batman movie. Yeah, and that's that's a solid. It would either be Batman or Batman Returns for me, so like, yeah, hundred percent there. Uh so what was the one that you will go to see? Sixty-five. Oh, okay. Looks really fun. It looks like a solid science fiction dinosaur yeah. movie, and I'm like, I I feel like that I would probably watch in the cinema. It looks like fun. I was I, the only thing that bothers I mean, me. About I say it, I, I probably won't, but like of all of them, that's the one. If if a friend was like, "Hey, let's go see 65 I'd be like, "All right." I uh, it gives me um, After Earth vibes. That's the only problem. Oh, yeah, I, yeah I, I get that. That is a concern. 
Um, <laughs> Certainly is a concern. <laughs> although, although after Earth was was trying to pretend like it was some big surprise, yeah. Uh, whereas this film is like, no, it's it's sixty five million years ago, aliens yeah. land on Earth and dinosaurs are there that's fine after earth was like it's meant to be a big twist even though it's really obvious what the bloody twist was from the start well, the only thing i want to know is will it lead into cadillacs and dinosaurs oh that would be fantastic <laughs> or dino riders or dino riders uh, yeah that'd be great <laughs> down with that um yeah, yeah I, it just looks I, good it, it does look like a, it it does look like it, it could be a nice little sci-fi movie yeah and you know a spike from other than the fact that he was Kylo Ren, which he's a great actor though. He's a really good actor, and yeah. I like him a lot. So it's almost everything else I've seen him other than that. He's great. He's been great in. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, and uh, I I doubt I will ever see it, but honestly, the solid Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. I look will pretty definitely good. watch it because I. I it feels I, like it, because it's the last movie. It feels like there are genuine stakes in that trailer. Yeah. Um, it's, it's basically yeah. it's Gunn's farewell, isn't it? It's going to be his last, yeah, um, Marvel movie, yeah. Before I think they all jump ship and get follow him to DC. I <laughs> Probably, I mean, They're certainly, all... um, Batista has been very vocal yeah, about Marvel. Really... He ain't sticking around. Yeah, he's been really uh, vocal about not <laughs> not wanting to play tracks anymore. Well, I'm very vocal in his support of Gunn. Yes, when Gunn got fired, he was like, "You can forget yeah. me playing tracks." Like, mm-hmm. not doing it you know um so yeah i mean it looks good uh, it looks fine i thought it was a, um, see now that one would be one that i might be persuaded to go to the cinema for sure only because it does look like a solid movie i think i i, I do love the guardians movies i think that that first one is one of the best marvel movies i agree uh the second one is still really, i like I, it i really like like it i can't yeah. dislike kurt russell no, so, that's And I haven't seen the Christmas one. No, me either. Um, I might get around to it at some point. Um, but I think it, this is going to be an, an interesting... I'd I, I like to see how it ends for them, you know? Because I think they're, they're, they're going to... There's going to be some deaths here. I Well, certainly the trailer is alluding to that. Yeah, um... You know, for the most part, I really like all those characters. They're all really good. And honestly, the trailer uh, made me laugh. Yeah, exactly. more than the whole of the monsters did, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, uh, when, he, when he was like, uh, you know, I lost Gamora, and now she's come back and she's a total dick, I did yeah, actually yeah. laugh at that. That was funny. And I did like the little thing between him and... Um, and Nebula, uh, when he's Nebula. like, it sounds like you want to be with her. And she's yeah. like, stop looking at my eyes. I like, you've got really pretty eyes. It's like, yeah, my, my, my father took them out and replaced them as a punishment. He's like, yeah, there's a good set. There's a good set. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was very yeah, good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Oh, there was the... Fast and the Furious things, which oh fine, it's just more of the those same. Those things, you, just if exist. you like them, you like them. Yeah, I, I, it looked I, like I, a perfectly adequate Fast and Furious trailer. That's I, I, as I've said before about those movies, I am so glad that they exist. Me too. And people like them. Yeah, I have no interest in them. No, but I'm very happy for people. Yeah, I think getting I, what I, they I, want. I, I've seen a few of them, and yeah. to be honest. I kind of enjoyed them when they're, I watched them. They're fun, silly movies. Um, the trailer, yeah. as I understand Fast and Furious, the trailer ticked every box. You got My Vin God. Diesel talking about family and being tough. You got cars. Yeah. 
you guys. All of the cast, I think. For some reason, my mum absolutely adores those movies. They're 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 very easy to watch. Yeah. You know, they they if I still drank, like, <laughs> I, I they're perfect hangover movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stick them on in the background. That's all you need. <laughs> um. So I I get it. I I like I said. I'm glad. I'm glad that 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 Fast and Furious is still there for people to watch that watch those movies. But yeah. It's fine, and it looked like a fine trailer for one of those movies was there any other ones i can't remember now if there were other trailers they've passed me they've passed me by i did i caught most of them i'm sure um i I think that's the big ones anyway yeah i don't think there was anything else i mean moving on to the you know carrying on with the james gunn thing oh john wick four oh john wick what a yes now that that I'm going to the cinema to see. I'll I'll join you with that one. I've I've seen all of the John Wick movies in the cinema, so I will definitely me go too. See. Actually, uh, I I imagine a, me and uh, me and Nick will probably see that. Genuinely, one. is one of those ones that I've been looking forward to. Yeah, and it looks cool. Apparently, it's like there's like a four hour cut of that movie or something stupid. That, like that. does not surprise me. But yeah, I that mean, that'll be worth watching. When, when they when they released the Matrix trailer, my first thought was. Oh yeah, when's John Wick coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, well, because he couldn't even be bothered to cut his hair for it. He was like, no, no. just not even going to bother. So yes, the, yeah, the John Wick. I mean, that got an amazing fucking cast. So yeah, solid. And they've been consistently fun. I I think they have certainly declined in quality, but I still very much enjoy them for what they are. Yeah, and they've got um, Scott Aitkins in a fat suit. Yes, yeah. he, he looks. It's, it's like, whoa! What the hell is he doing? <laughs> I presume he's going to be doing his usual moves. I imagine in that so. Suit. Yeah, <laughs> which, which is going to be interesting to see. <laughs> but yeah, 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 definitely going to see that in the cinema. I, I, mm. I forgot how bloody came out actually. Yeah, because the, that's a problem with Super Bowl stuff, though. There's so many trailers, mm. and most of them not great. Um, yeah, I think that's it. But that's it. I, you know, keeping with the the James Gunn thing. The, yeah, so the the DC uh, announcements. Oh yeah, so I. I... I said last week I was going to research it and I still haven't. So, yeah. uh, what happens in it? I know Batman and Robin so, is a thing. I'm aware of yeah. that. Yeah, so he, they're doing Brave and the Bold and it's going to be Batman and Damian Wayne. Yeah. Which... My uh, least favourite Robin, but fine. I mean, if you yeah. have to. I don't know why you've skipped all the other Robins to Damian Wayne. But no, but I whatever. don't. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so... Superman Legacy. Okay. Uh, and as most people have pointed out, why would you name it Superman Legacy? Well, uh, why not? Because they're the from what we've been told, the idea is they want a younger Superman. They want. Oh, if they're doing a prequel and calling it Legacy, that's retarded. Yeah. Sorry, because they, they are probably not a good word to use. But I'm going to use it. It's applicable. I mean, the the worst thing about this whole thing is they don't want fucking Cavill. Which, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I will say I don't understand that he is completely fucking pop. I mean, I kind of understand that they want to separate it. I mean, they they can't because they've got holdovers. But this is the problem. So if if they're if they're starting clean again, mm. then Gun needs to give up Peacemaker. Well, I think he might be, but that's fine. Like that's fine because otherwise he's going to be a bit hypocritical if he but... if he's like, "I'll oh, get rid of Cavill and Gal Gadot 
uh, but keep all of the people that I've cast in yep. in stuff that's part of technically the Snyderverse. So you know. that might fall, but they're doing a um, Waller TV series. A Waller TV series? Yes. Okay. I'm not sure I really need a TV series centered around that character, but... I mean, I love the Amanda Waller character. Yeah, I, I do, but only as a side character. It's the same as Harley Quinn. I don't need to see she, a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. She's great I, on her I as a side character. to do a checkmate show or a, mm-hmm. you know, a proper suicide show, suicide squad show. And in that context for her to be in, fine. As a series itself. Mm-hmm. But again, see, that's still linking it back. It's still a hangover. So... Yeah. Um, so the Superman one, obviously, you know, I don't know. We don't have any casting yet, so we don't know how that's going to go. Um, from, uh, from what I can gather, there's still going to be another Batman. Set the, uh, uh, the Batman. Oh yeah, the Batman two is a separate thing. Yeah, uh, and they, he they've said that's going to be Elseworlds. They're fine. Thoroughly putting that in Elseworlds, and that's but, fine. We were always okay. fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Same with the uh, Joker, presumably. So the one he announced first was the was the Creature Commandos. I don't even know what that is. Right. So I had never heard of the Creature Commandos. Okay. It's recently. Which weird, is saying something for you. Weirdly, like a week before they announced it, uh, some of the one of the guys I was watch I watch that does deals with comic stuff did a little thing about the the Creature Commandos. And that is the only thing I knew about them. It's like, oh, okay. So they were basically they're monsters that fought in the Second World War. Okay. So you've got like a, a vampire character, a werewolf character. Oh, it's um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, kind of. And you've got, there's 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 um there's like a, a a robot character. So I think so they've they've got that that and it's going to be that's a cartoon. Okay. And so they they, get, they gave the, the they've put up a. a like a uh, a picture of, of what the the characters are and it looks really cool actually the mm-hmm. what they've, they they've done so that's it I mean I don't know what those characters no I've never heard of it before that was it you know I, I guess it's kind of interesting but that when he did the announcement that was the first thing he announced which was a bit it's odd. weird to lead with that I must admit um the thing is is as people have pointed out that's his wheelhouse weird characters he loves odd... yeah but you're a showrunner now you're running yeah. the entire thing come on yeah. Uh, so you've got that. Uh, then he announced the authority. Right. Now, <coughs> I actually really like the authority. Um, so right. do you, have you ever read the authority? Nope. <laughs> so, right. The authority was um, not even, originally wasn't part of the DC universe. Oh, right. It got, it got added, it got added to the, the DC universe. The thing about that is it's, the authority are basically a parody, I suppose. A, they're a parody of the Justice League. Oh, okay. Is this going to so, just poke fun at the Snyderverse? Well, or something. It's it was it's like the boys before the boys. Oh, it's done it's, now though. That's it's the thing. Too late. Yeah. Like between that and the cartoon show they did, I forget the name of it that you watched. Um. Uh. Yeah. Invincible. Yeah, and Jupiter, whatever it was, like yeah. it's been done, guys. Yeah. it's done. I, um. 
So you've got in, in that you've got uh, the Midnighter and Apollo. So in the Midnighter is like their version of Batman, and Apollo is their version of Superman. Now in the Authority universe, they're a couple. Right. They're they're and actually for the most part, it's they're written as a couple really well. They're a really cool. Right. You know, couple. But they're brutal. They're a brutal team. They're like they deal with things by, you know, murdering them. Violence. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. The, the character I loved the most in in the in that uh, storyline was Jenny Sparks, uh, who is um, this English woman, this sort of like gobby English woman, who is the spirit of the century. So she was born on nineteen oh, and she does die in two thousand. Right. And then a new one took over. A new girl was born and took over so she's the spirit of the age and her moves moods and things are um altered by her 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 being is kind of altered by the decade so things like during the great depression she was depressed and she was awful and she was but during like the roaring you know 20s and stuff she was up, up uh, high. okay and she's she, she has like electric powers and stuff and she's she's the the main character i loved from from the authority um, but the weird thing is, is they haven't established the Justice League. No. So why would you do a within-universe parody of the Justice League? God knows. That doesn't. Why make sense. would you do most of this so far? Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, so you've got that, which strikes me as sure. very, very, very fucking odd choice. And then they're doing another Swamp Thing. Uh, fine, I, I like Swamp Thing. There- I love Swamp Thing. And I kind of liked that NAF series they did. A that last series was really good, but they cancelled it. Yeah, it was and It, it was, was kind of it, NAF, but it was. It had some horror elements that I enjoyed, and it was starting yeah. to get interesting, and then they cancelled it. It's not overly keen with how they dealt with the Phantom Stranger. No, but, fair. Um, I, 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 I mean, fine, I, I do like weird, Swamp Thing. They bring so. that back quite so quickly. It's like, yeah. you, that's what, you already brought that. They already brought that back, and they, they dumped it. They didn't even give that a chance. They kind of, I think, if I remember rightly, they bloody, they got rid of that. They dumped it before they even released the first fucking episode. <coughs> Which is really fucking bizarre and annoying. Mm. So you've got that. And then they've got Booster Gold. Another parody. So Booster Gold, I fucking love Booster Gold. Booster Gold it's is one of my... comedy character, though. Um... He can, yeah, most Well, as, yeah. I, as I remember, he was... Yeah. yeah, so the thing about Booster Gold is, for me, because, I mean, I haven't... It's been a long time since I've read... I don't read modern no. DC. I haven't for a long number of years. But from Booster and the Blue Beetle were my two of my favourite comic book characters. They were absolutely brilliant together. Is he doing Blue Beetle as well? Or? So no, okay. they're doing the current Blue Beetle, which is the um, the Hispanic one, which is kind of like more like the Scarab than the the Blue Beetle. Right. Um, that the only reason that movie interests me is because the guy who's playing uh, the Blue Beetle in that is um, oh, what's his fucking name? Miguel from uh, uh, Cobra Kai. Oh, cool. Okay. So that's I don't know a lot about that iteration. Solid the, actor though, Blue Beetle. But exactly, I know that one he can kick ass. He's yeah, a fucking definitely. great martial artist. 
and two, he's a pretty good actor. So I'm willing to give that more of a go than I initially was. But for me, Booster works best when he's with Ted Cord, Ted Cord's Blue Beetle. So I don't know. That's I mean, and that's basically I mean the whole thing with 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 Booster Gold is he's from the future that and he he got he he basically stole his um, all the you know, the flight ring and all the powers and, and the shield you know force fields and stuff he stole all that from a museum then came back in time to be a, a hero so you can still do all that and it will still be interesting again it'd be interesting to see who they cast um, weirdly I would say someone like Chris Pratt would be perfect for it but I. It's it would be so similar to yeah it's very similar isn't it Star Lord Lord that it would it would you know it would be a bad choice again they haven't mentioned any casting so far sure but that's well we, we may find out at the end of Flashpoint who at least Batman is maybe 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 um I can't remember whether there's anything else but uh, that... according to this list there's yeah. lanterns. Um, oh yes that's interesting so they're doing a lantern show it's going to be um jordan and stewart which makes me happy yeah uh and it's gonna be weirdly he said it's gonna be a true detective style what yeah so you'd have thought but wouldn't you want nice cool space opera stuff with the uh that's that's what i would be signing up for yes yes but no i think they're trying to get do a more grounded detective-based uh, That sounds thing. bizarre. Which you just think, well, why aren't you doing that with Batman? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, if anybody needs I a mean, true detective show, it's Batman. We still haven't Not done it. Batman's. But, yeah, so, the, yeah, the, the, I, yeah. Was there anything else? Uh, the only other one here is, uh, according to Polygon here, uh, Paradise Lost, set in uh, Mascara, yes. and will touch on Wonder Woman's history and character arc, but she might not star in it. Yeah, so that's going to be basically a Game of Thrones-style Themyscira-based show. That actually could be fun, maybe. But that sounds vaguely interesting, and I'm in a I'm not really interested in superheroes, but like I guess yeah. some super-powered, fant- high fantasy, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. But, but without but without Wonder Woman. Well, it says it might touch on Wonder Woman's origins and stuff. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Who knows? So, weird. So, I mean... Nothing... Oh, and Supergirl, apparently, is a thing. Oh, yes, it's Supergirl. Oh, yeah. And that's... A new, new yeah. Supergirl, I guess. The Supergirl like, is, is Supergirl based after on Flash. one of the worst writers' version of Supergirl. I've never really read Supergirl, so... It's I... going to be really mopey, and Supergirl's going to be a real sort of... Oh, she had a terrible... Um, she's been living on a part of uh, a remaining part of Krypton, and it's really awful and bleak. And hang on a minute, that's what you were criticizing Snyder for, guys, being dark yeah. and bleak. Yeah, that's okay. and with Supergirl as well. It's like fuck you. Yeah, um, I like Supergirl. Uh, well, uh, the problem with Supergirl is she is one of those characters that there are a number of versions of sure you like at least one version so of supergirl i quite like the matrix version of supergirl which doesn't won't mean anything to you but trinity um i have always been a bigger power girl fan right so 
there's no way they're doing that on on Bitcoin. they are not doing power girl <laughs> it's uh, never gonna fucking gonna happen now yeah. but you see power uh, power girl is, is i've always is, is, it's been one of it's one of my you know favorite uh female heroes i really yeah. love power girl and i like the you know she, she's the only survivor of of that universe so, i mean yeah it's been retconned a number of fucking times so fuck knows what it is now but initially she was the last survivor of earth two was it or earth one earth one well, i don't know i can forget one of the earths anyway so she was the only survivor so she 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 is she is cara Zorel, but she's not supergirl she's power girl yeah so she's you know there, there is a there was already a supergirl she's theoretically the same character person but you know a yeah. different universe's version so yeah they're not obviously they're not gonna do power, bloody power girl but oh god it sounds awful because well, it's a not... very underwhelming lineup yeah it's not it's a very um i think the, the biggest the weirdest thing is the authority yeah i i don't know why you would choose to do the authority when you haven't established any of the other characters yet hmm. you haven't cemented your your batman and your superman yet and you're already doing a parody of them parodies of them as it were you know or you know yeah i I don't know i don't know i guess we'll have to wait and see it'd be interesting to see if flash ends with them introducing the new batman or any other new versions of guns versions you if you had any common sense that's how you'd do it right from what gun said this is the this is the 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 starting point at the end of this but this then we've also got Aquaman everything. coming out. Well, yeah, and we've got Shazam as well coming soon. Oh, yeah, and Shazam. Yeah, God. Um, so I think Shazam's before, it's before Flash, isn't it? That would make sense. You know, ideally, you want all of those movies to come out before Flash because then yeah. you can, you know... Well, Gunn kind of said that Shazam is its own thing and it's kind of separate. So it's like, okay, so that's right. kind of the Elseworld then? Okay. Fine. I mean, you know, you can... we. Technically, Superman appeared at the end of. I was going to say, yeah, but you didn't really see him. You just saw. It was definitely that suit, though. Yes. So. God it's, knows. It's it's, um, it's it's very underwhelming. Let's say. Yeah, let's it's say. a bit weird, isn't it? Um, but fine. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to cover? Uh, so there was a, a thing I saw earlier on, which 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 made me go, "Oh my god, why would the fuck would you do that?" Uh, so DreamWorks has mm. go, it's going to go the Disney route, uh, route, route, route. Are whatever. they live actioning something? They are live actioning How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, that's that's a choice. Um, I okay, I quite like How to Train Your Dragon. I, I don't need a live action version though. I love how to train your dragon i mm. think it's brilliant brilliant cartoon i love and i even like i think all of the sequels are really good as well that does not need a fucking live action version it really doesn't no it, it, no please don't just because it's not really worked that well for fucking disney has it no not so you far know, no i think with the exception of maleficent which I kind of, which I quite liked. All of the live action versions have been pretty fucking ropey. I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast, um, but it's yeah, not. It certainly doesn't surpass the original not in any necessary, way. Necessary, though, was no, it? No, no, absolutely. Well, none of them are. That's the problem, no. isn't it? Like at best, they're just going to be fine. Yeah, but they're no, none of them are needed at all. No, I, I, 
Um, we should uh, mention Raquel Welch. Oh, of course, uh, yeah, Raquel Welch. Um, I really like Raquel Welch. She was a really fun actress. Yeah. Uh, she, some she was in some some great um movies. I mean, one of the most iconic posters ever. The her the her on the one million year uh oh, yeah. BC uh poster adorn adorned many many young mans <laughs> uh, and, and probably young ladies uh wars over the years um you know a, a true icon of of of, um, of of the movies and she was in some some really um great uh i mean i don't know have you ever seen uh myra brackenridge no she played a, a, a guy she was a bloke all right it's a really interesting movie it's it's, oh, cool. it's a very little seen movie but it's very it's a very interesting movie um obviously three musketeers and, uh, and and things like that and and oh, what you know she was in some, some a lot of series and i mean i remember her being uh in an episode of um sabrina the teenage witch so she was she was in quite a lot of stuff and she was a really really good uh lovely lady so she will be sorely missed yeah absolutely uh and i think that's pretty much it well what are we watching next week? Have you come to any any f- closer to a decision on that? Yeah, we did. We decided. Did we? We did. Were we keeping it a secret from everyone, including myself? No. We, um, <laughs> but don't we, tell me after if you we were. Going, we were going with the last seduction. Oh yeah, we did decide that. I, I don't know if we did that <laughs> on stream or not, but yeah, we did decide that. You're right. Oh, that was a good choice. Well done, Wikipedia. Uh, I remember now because I was uh, googling erotic thriller, and that that yeah yeah that's what annoyingly could. so far i haven't been able to find it oh so no really oh maybe we should see if we so can actually find it first yeah it's Fair it's enough. not it's not available for rent on amazon oh i don't own it so that yeah uh, I, was, I was planning on renting it yeah and uh it's not on netflix so oh. I'm, I'm gonna have to me that's a maybe then if i haven't found it by the middle of next week, week yeah yeah fair enough uh i will We'll we will panic and pick something else. Yeah, fair enough. We will change our plans. But we will but cover it one day because we'll get it on DVD yes. and cover it one day for sure. Yeah, because it is a great movie. So. It's a, it's so yeah. So that is that that is what we chose to do. Whether we okay. end up doing it, will depend on availability. Cross our, cross our fingers. Yeah, fair enough. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We will be back next week, possibly with the last seduction, but we will we'll see. Um. But uh, until then, stay safe, take care, and we will catch you next time.